Dr. Peter McQuillan, Akil Mamishi, and Valerie Stark are the brains behind one of the UK's largest vitamin brands, offering supplements for both adults and kids. They're absolute powerhouses, and I couldn't be more excited to sit down with them today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Founder Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success, and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far, and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to welcome our guests for today, Dr. Peter McQuillan, Akil Mamishi, and Valerie Stark. So Peter and Akil co-founded NovaMeans in 2020 with a mission to disturb the vitamin world with a delicious range of nutritional gummies. With Peter's expertise in dental surgery and Akil's experience in drug safety and pharmacology, NovaMeans was formed with a 360 approach to health and safety. It's backed by scientific research and chemical-free, as well as being non-GMO and cruelty-free. Somehow they managed to take it even further when Valerie joined the company earlier this year in June, following key roles at apps Bumble and Badoo. And she set out to create a new supplement, the Women's Biobalance Gummy, and it's one of its first of its kind and that carries Valerie's commitment to women empowerment in its legacy. Together, Peter, Akil and Valerie have truly carved a new path in the industry and it's such an honor to have them with us today. So guys, thank you so much for being with us, all three of you guys. Thank, Thank you. you for having Thank us. You for Pleasure. Great welcome. So um, I'm, I asked this question to all my guests. I'm going to ask you guys too, but I think I'm going to divide and conquer. So we'll go Dr. Peter first, then Akil and Valerie. So Dr. Peter, tell me who in a nutshell are you? I'm a six foot three Irish guy <laughs> who's not lost any part of his accent. Um, <laughs> I have a passion for sports, nutrition, um, and of course, dentistry. Um, dentistry itself has been a fantastic career to have been involved in so far. Um, you know, when it's not all just about teeth, it's, uh, it's about looking at the whole body, the whole lifestyle, and uh, making everything work together. Amazing. Love that. And Akil? I'm not quite six foot, just a little <laughs> bit below that. Uh, my background is in pharmacology and neuroscience. Uh, I worked for about 10 years in clinical research uh, leading drug safety in drugs like um, mRNA vaccines, oncology drugs, prior to co-founding Novomis Nutrition. Um, similar to Peter, I've got a, a passion for science as well, which led to the founding of Novomis. Amazing. And Valerie? Well, my background is in dating apps. <laughs> so pr- uh, before coming into science, I spent five, seven years. I'm very bad with dates, to be honest, but I spent quite quite a bit of time in dating apps. And um, mostly it was mostly marketing plus running my own app, Huggle. You mentioned two. Uh, for, t- for two of those apps, I was mostly involved in marketing and then it was also social app, Huggle. Um, and then after leaving the dating industry, I decided to go... Um, and take a very different approach. And I went back to study and I went to study neuroscience. 
Uh, the reason I went to study neuroscience was because I've also been a meditation teacher through many years, yes. So I was interested in researching neuroscience of meditation and also neuroscience of Ayurveda. Obviously, meditation and Ayurveda are very connected because, as you know, I'm sure there are different mind types and you should feed different mind types differently. And I started finding this connection through the bacteria and that's the reason I ended up studying neuroscience. And as I was studying neuroscience, I um, realized the importance of bacteria. So I was like, I want everything. I want Ayurveda, I want meditation, I want to know more about bacteria. And um, that's how we sparked our conversation with the guys about importance of microbiome. And this is how I joined the team. Oh, I love that. I, I, well, I, I read about it with the Yoga Alliance professional. I, I knew your history in yoga and meditation, but I didn't know yeah. how deep it went into the roots of Ayurveda. So obviously, you know, Fable and Maine is all about Ayurvedic practices and yeah. I grew up in Ayurveda. So that's amazing. And it's, it is great because, so I, I'm an engineer for four years. So science has been in my, uh, more on the physics side, but I've loved, you know, grew up with science and I was always in that duality um, and I, it's weird to say duality because it shouldn't be separated, but you know, there are two different worlds of science and, but also like some things that are not meant to be clinically tested and trial, but like you just know, like meditation, mindfulness. Yeah. Uh, and now we're moving more into a world where we can merge the two, right? We're seeing amazing studies being done. I would love to maybe start with you, Valerie. Like, so did you like grew into this? Were you in a very holistic, mindful family? Like, tell me about that. Well, it's a funny story because I grew up in Soviet Union. And uh, yeah. my mom, I don't know the reason for that. I guess it's some some reason out there. Um, she was very much into holistic approaches. And uh, our neighbor was uh, practicing transcendental meditation, which was derived from Vedic knowledge. Yeah. Um, so one day she said, "Let's uh, we're going to be inviting teachers. So if your kids want to learn transcendental meditation, let's do it. And I mean, I didn't have a say when I was 11. <laughs> so I just went and did it, but, and as well my sister and my brother. And every morning and every evening we were forced to meditate. <laughs> This is not well, the same thing. I, every <laughs> Sunday, I used to like be dragged out at 10 a.m. to meditate, to do yoga and meditation with my family, mm -hmm. and I used to be like, oh, "Here we go." And now it's like I do it on my own accord. It's so right. funny how things happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm sharing your sentiment because uh, in the beginning you said you mentioned that um, you can pretty much take any supplement because you developed this. You know, it, yeah. not resistance, but you can you can yeah. take anything because Ayurveda has pretty pretty horrible tasting and pungent. Powder. Yeah, very not nice. And <laughs> now they stuff, sell them. Yeah. Now they sell them in in capsules, right? But before yeah. it wasn't like that. And my mom, as well as the meditation, she thought Ayurveda is, is lovely because it's part of Vedic knowledge, right? And uh, she would feed me trifoli in the morning as well, you know, with yeah. water. And I thought, you know what? All other kids, they just have normal pills. Why do I have to go through this nightmare? But you know, if you grow growing up in a culture where it's kind of appropriate, it wasn't appropriate in my culture. Yeah. And I couldn't explain it to say other kids in school why I was forbidden to take vaccines, why I was forbidden mm -hmm. to take normal drugs, and I was only bringing those different powders in school. So it was it was a real struggle. I'm grateful for it now, but yeah. um, you know all. In the end, it made sense, but then it was yeah. a proper, proper torture as for a child. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I, I, and it's, it's funny because it's like, 
your mom obviously she obviously saw the benefits of it and that and that's mm-hmm. the most powerful thing about ayurveda is you see it work um and it's been time tested for thousands of years right but definitely for me it was a little much more easier because you know most south asians i would go to someone's home and you know they would have the same ingredients on their coffee mm-hmm. in their kitchen counter table right for you it's probably like yeah it would be very different but your friends wouldn't <laughs> even know how to pronounce it let alone see it, the ingredient like trifala and all these different um ingredients but that's no, amazing we had to travel we had to travel yeah. across across moscow to, to that them. specific place where yeah. there were um, Indians who who lived there in a little community, and they would sell us all those little herbs and spices. Yeah, it was, it was quite difficult. It was a challenge. Yeah, that's amazing. I know you had some stints as well in like marketing uh, roles within mm-hmm. like Bumble, Badu, but um, you studied neuroscience at King's. And um, what was that kind of moment where you kind of went more and more into this kind of space? Because I see that synergy with all you, all of you guys. As you know, you've got that incredible. Uh, education in in whether it's neuroscience pharmacology so how did you get into that you know you said uh, you mentioned two different worlds and how they overlap i call it two different languages because they essentially speak about the same thing both science and uh, that acknowledge um and when i teach uh my students meditation sometimes for some people more scientific approach makes more sense and for some other people more say esoteric and they don't want any explanation. They're just like, I want to feel it and that's it. And some yeah. people do want to know a bit more about tradition. So I believe that any teacher is someone who's able to translate it in as many languages as possible to be able to deliver it in the most simplistic way. And for me, going to study neuroscience as a meditation teacher was um, another opportunity to learn yet another language to be able to be more fluent in explaining meditation and how it works. Plus, I was interested myself how uh, meditation works on a, you know, level of the brain and, uh, you know, what structural changes occur in the brain when we meditate. And as I mentioned, I started, because as you learn things simultaneously, you start to see the similarities, right? But you can't really explain it. So I was, um, my, my work that I was um, concentrated on was about associating um, microbiome with specific mind types, which is in um, Ayurveda's Prakriti types and yep. different combinations of different doshas. Um, so yes, it's all connected. It's a bit like, yeah. I think it's a whole different conversations for like five hour podcast, <laughs> but in a nutshell, that's how I ended up studying microbiome because I was looking at each specific bacteria in each specific uh, genera type of bacteria and learning yeah. what else apart from, you know, let's say more um, holistic and meditative ways, how it can influence your body, but also uh, how it influences your body um, in terms of healing you from certain inflammations or promoting yep. certain health benefits. Um, and there, there are definitely more bacteria that is studied more extensively, such as Bifidobacterium or uh, Lactobacillus. Um, yeah. So with those ones, you can be more confident when you create something, such as the product we created, because you know there's a lot of studies that link to good results. Exactly. And clinicals. And yeah, mm-hmm. no, exactly. But okay, we'll talk about products in a bit and the brand. But uh, Akil, on to you now. Dr. Peter, I'm coming after. You have, I mean, yours, you have a, I mean, yeah, we definitely need a five hours of podcast to go through all of your <laughs> amazing careers. But we'll try our best to narrow it down to get to 
the, the birth of another means. But uh, Akil, um, we'd love to know a little bit about sort of how you got into pharmacology and neuroscience. I know you studied at Glasgow University, but you had a lot of other work experiences as well. So tell me more how you got into this whole industry. Yeah, absolutely. So I studied pharmacology and neuroscience at Glasgow University. I actually minored in business as well while I was at university. Mm. It was quite a difficult decision because I was always interested in business. Um, so I've done a bit of economics in first year as well. And um, during my third and fourth year, that's when I decided to focus on pharmacology and neuroscience, more so because I was very interested in how drugs influence the nervous system and other um, systems of the body. Uh, I, so I graduated uh, in 2012, so almost 10 years ago. Uh, as soon as I graduated, I started working in drug safety, um, which was extremely, extremely um, important for my development in my journey now um, into, into Novomens, as it's, it's, it's become uh, quite an important role within the company to be able to monitor uh, all the regs and regulations that are involved with running an international business, specifically because we are present in, uh, in the UK, but we're also present in France, Germany, Spain, Italy, and the States, managing all these health uh, authorities and regulations it, that has come uh, very handy for, for the business as a whole. Moving on from drug safety, I went into a more clinical operations role within um, several, several big pharma companies. Uh, I worked as a senior clinical research um, associate within those companies. And that role really involved the running of clinical trials. I uh, yeah. covered the whole of the UK and Ireland, and I covered from phase one uh, all the way up to phase four. So phase one, when you've got uh, a new drug in the market and you're just trying to get the dosages right, uh, very um, uh, intensive in terms of the amount of tests that need to be uh, carried out and the amount of parameters that need to be controlled within those patients, all the way up to phase four, which is post-clinical trials. Once a, a drug gets uh, into the market and then you're monitoring that drug to make sure uh, that uh, there are no adverse events out with the uh, currently reported adverse events. Using, obviously, my background in pharmacology, neuroscience, pharmacovigilance, and then clinical operations and running uh, world-leading uh, drug research, um, we then set out to uh, launch Novomins Nutrition. I worked quite extensively also in mRNA vaccines prior to mRNA vaccines being the big hot thing that they are now, which are completely yeah. transforming uh, the clinical landscape. And I think um, CRISPR-Cas9 will definitely transform research in general and the, um, the development of uh, drug discovery. I want to talk when we get into the brand side about the work you do there, especially as, as you're the chief scientific officer, correct? As well as co-founder. Correct, yeah. But um, that's pretty so we'll, we'll talk in a second about that. But um, Dr. Peter, uh, okay, I'll, I'll leave it here. So from Hollister to dental surgery, <laughs> talk me through it. <laughs> okay, I've done so. my research. <laughs> Hollister, Hollister was a, a little uh, a little side hustle whilst at university to uh, got to be done. Got to, got to you do know, it. you know, pay pay off the student loan and, and, and keep yes. yourself afloat. And yeah. um, that was you know that was that was quite an interesting job because it involved being topless from time to time and um, being often you know being the skivvy at the front of the shop welcoming people in, welcome to yeah. the pier and 
you know, but it was it was fantastic. It was a, a great community of people that worked there, um, and yeah. had some some really fun times. And you know, to to be able to wear such cool clothes whilst at university, and and you know, it was it was, it was great to be a part of that. Um, Definitely. Moving on from my uh, student jobs, uh, dentistry really sort of it, it really took a hold as soon as we hit graduation. That was um, back in 2013. All our side hustles I had at university was was actually doing a little bit of work on building sites as well, uh, doing some labouring from here and there. And this world can be interesting. You uh, you find yourself in situations where you know if someone offers you a job and you're like, well, you know what, I, I quite fancy giving that a go. Um, and I feel yeah. it's it's really it's, it's it's really rounded me out to you know been able to jump on many different things. Mm. Dentistry has been fantastic though. Um, it's yeah. a career where you can you can really help people. Um, as I touched on earlier, you know. It's not just looking at teeth. It's it's looking at the person as a whole, and that includes their their lifestyle. Do they travel much for work? What kind of jobs do they do? What habits do they have? Do they you know are they involved in sport? Do they drink a lot of wine? Um, do they, they eat lots of processed foods? All these things can have a huge impact, not just on the mouth but on the rest of the body. And you know more often than not, uh, a diet, let's say, that's not conducive to a healthy lifestyle does have ramifications on the mouth too and therefore that's my job to try and fix as well as well mm -hmm. as being a counsellor to patients so the, the job itself as I learned quite quickly wasn't just about putting in little fillings into teeth and so as time went on my stance in dentistry came from you know single tooth dentistry just fixing little fillings in the back to looking at full mouth and holistic dental care and that's something mm -hmm. that you're not really taught at university that that takes a lot of let's say extracurricular courses to go on um, and, and, you know, myself, I've been involved in, in programs where it's been two years of, of sort of distance learning. Dentistry for myself, as well as being having, I guess, having a preventative focus has also been on the aesthetic route as well. I started working on Harley Street after, after working in Dubai for a period of time. And uh, I, I find, you know, been able to look at how dentistry is practiced in different parts of the world advanced what I was able to offer my patients. Um, I spent some time in UCLA as well. Um, looking at how the how the, the students there are taught dentistry um, and, and sort of the, I guess, life sciences, if you want to call it that. Um, and then sort of being able to bring this plethora of experience together to then apply it to my patients um, has, has sort of led me to then becoming partner at the Harley Street practice. So I was the, the youngest ever partner. Um, and it's a, it's a flagship practice. It's, it's based over six floors. And we, we, we welcome people from, you know, all, all parts of the world. I mean, I've had been known patients to fly in from America um, or fly in from continental Europe specifically to see me for treatment, um, which is just, it's for me, it's very touching. Um, and it confirms that, you know, all the effort that's gone into the training is, is, is really sort of paid off. Um, so that, um, that, that's, that's where I'm up to um, <laughs> before, before getting into the women's. Let's get to it then. So obviously the amazing products I, i've currently been munching away on the can you say munching yeah you can say munching on the iron gummies which are amazing and they taste so good because iron does not taste good we all know that so this is amazing um but i would love to know uh in 2020 it was co-founded by you know, dr peter nakil uh please let us know how that came to be one of you can take that away and also the name like the, the inspiration behind the name <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm happy to jump in first, but um, Akhil, stop me whenever you fancy. Um, so many years ago when I was at university, uh, I had to move flat quite quickly. And Akhil very kindly um, 
you know, I said, I'll jump in and, and help you with some of the boxes. And um, in my kitchen, there was um, a cupboard there full of vitamins. And they yeah. were either unopened or had gone out of date. Lots of dust sat on top. You know what it's like. And um, yeah. he called me through to the kitchen and said, you know, like, why? why you've got about 200 pounds worth of vitamins here. And you're a student. And they're about to go out of date. What, what's this about? And um, I sort of landed on the fact that they didn't. The, the user experience wasn't great. They may yeah. have had the benefits that we were looking for, but time and time again, do, do you want to go back to a, a big chunky pill or a, a tablet that might cause you to choke? So we, we, we sort of had that discussion and thought, mm, there's, there's maybe something here. And um, we decided to move forward with, with gummy nutrition, functional gummy nutrition, something that was delicious that you, you wanted to keep coming back to time and time again um, and, yeah. and prevent what had happened, which was all that waste sat in my, in my kitchen at the time. So it took a few years from yeah. that, and we, we, we came back together maybe in sort of 2018 and, and thought maybe we should do something about this. Do you want to take it from there, Akil? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So we, yeah, it was about 2018, 2019, we came back together and we kind of discussed what had occurred a few years prior, and we thought we can bring something new, something innovative to the market and really disturb the old age supplement and vitamin market. The idea was new and innovative, which is where the name comes from. So Novo, which is Latin for new, um, combination of Novo, vitamins, where the name came into being was uh, Novo Mints. And um, we underwent quite a lot of intensive R&D to bring some yeah. amazing products into the market. And we launched in 2020, February, March 2020, we launched just before the pandemic. How was that? Yeah, tell me about that. <laughs> Launching in the pandemic was uh, was challenging to say the least. Um, yeah. I guess a big part of that was with staff shortages, being able to fulfill products. That you know the yeah. challenges that came around from that. Um, but when when it you know came to focusing on why we should do this venture, we thought we wanted to create products from the ground up that were unique in formulation and, as Akil said, provided innovation on what was already there. We, we kind of felt that, you know, there was there was a bit of a letdown from the, the, the sector in regards to ingredients that had been quite commonly used in pills and tablets, yeah. capsules. A very brief example of that would be the use of titanium dioxide, which has now been banned for, for consumption uses across Europe. But um, until March yeah. of, of 2021, I thought, sorry, May 2021, um, that, that product was used quite a lot and, and had been, you know, linked to uh, uh, cancer. And, um, mm. you know, we thought, well, well, we know about this and, and why are people still doing it and, and how can we avoid that? And so we, we set out to not just make sure our products were, were effective, but also make sure there was, there was an ethical stance taken there as well. Applying our scientific knowledge, our, our ability to research and, and use evidence-based research um, when it came to formulating products, that was a big, big part of our, our journey. Um, getting to our launch in March of uh, 2020. My brand was launched in March 2020, actually. Um, and yeah, pandemic, you know, all those complications came around it, uh, such as uh, you know, supply side issues, freight costs, this, uh, you know, retailers closed. But then there was that rise of like social media, um, people investing in wellness and especially in their own like health, um, even more so. Um, so did you find like everything kind of went straight to D2C online and was like, you know, this was an amazing opportunity to kind of educate people uh, through social media. 
but would be launched in March 2020. As you mentioned, it was just before the pandemic. Um, mm. The whole landscape, as you know yourself, changed during that time. We, everybody was locked in at home. Uh, there was a lot of online direct-to-consumer purchases going on. Uh, you can say we were at the right place at the right time, in a sense, for our for our company launch, uh, as I'm sure a lot of uh, online businesses were. Um, what we didn't anticipate was the demand for our products. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely spectacular. Uh, we sold out of about a year's worth of supply of our six products in about four to five months, which was phenomenal Amazing. for us because it allowed us not only to reinvest all the profits back into the business, but also allowed us to bring in more products into the market, um, expanding our range, expanding our operations, expanding our teams, uh, expanding yeah. the marketplaces that we were present in. So um, although it was it was a challenge, to say the least, we managed to come on top and manage to navigate those uh, those uncertainties. Definitely. Well, an expanding team, you know, perfect now for this year to to bring in incredible talent like Valerie with uh, as a CMO. Uh, so, Valerie, like, how did what was that moment? How did you get introduced to uh, the team and and decide I'm coming on board? Look, it was really the conversation. Um, about their vision and my vision of what I'm interested in because it was still towards the end of my master's in Kings. And I was absolutely fascinated by microbiome and all of those little bacteria. Um, As much as I was exhausted and tired and I didn't (laughs) want to see any of those research papers anymore in my life. (laughs) And I was like, I love it and I hate it, but I want to do something with it. Um, So yeah, and I thought, look, one one part of it is continuing on my meditation teaching practice and it's always going to be with me um but i also realized the potential and so it kind of came about in the right time for me and i thought wait this is exactly what i want to do right because Mm. it you know supports my vision supports my knowledge supports something that most importantly um it allows me to grow because in order for you to go further even even talking about marketing, you need to learn more and need to understand all the peculiarities of this particular industry, right? Because um, when it comes to marketing, it's all about communicating the product. But when you communicate yeah. something that is healthcare, it's a completely different ballgame, yeah. right? So if you take, for example, imagine you're a healthcare um, product, but it's more sort mm. of lifestyle, right? And mm. you could hire someone who's interested in marketing or who is a professional in marketing, but imagine how much they need to learn to understand what and how can be sold and how to communicate things without breaking specific rules. And I'm sure you know this, right? Yeah. When it comes to communication stuff, you have Mm -hmm. to be very careful. Yeah, exactly. But then it's a balance between being factual and being sexy and the marketing is about being sexy, right? Exactly. And I think if you want to be professional in marketing, um, you have to understand everything about the industry you're working in. And I think that's probably the most um, problematic area. Because people who want to do marketing, they go and study marketing. And I personally don't believe that you can study marketing. You can have a feel for it. Um, You can understand the industry. You can be good with people. You can be good with explaining yourself and what are you trying to do with the product. Um, 
And in the very, very rare occasions, you will find people who actually studied marketing and they ended up working in marketing and they're successful in that it's, area. It's very Especially rare. at yeah. the um, executive level. And it makes sense as well, because for me, like exactly as you said so rightly, you have to find a balance between being obviously factual and have efficacy and show um, knowledge, but at the same time be three-second, ephemeral, simplistic, uh, sexy, all those things. And that is like the, pre the prior part. But if you don't have the legitimacy and the, you know, the actual understanding and the credibility, it's very hard to be successful in marketing. And I think it's perfect having you know, yourself because you have clearly, of course, the, the credentials and the knowledge, but you also will understand how to communicate, which it's quite a rare role uh, to be, to be honest. And I, I, I personally like have come from a very science. Uh, I come from engineering for four years, coding and building, you know, platforms and uh, like different programs. Uh, but then I studied social media. Uh, no, I didn't study. I, I worked for social media and influencer marketing for brands like Estee Lauder Dior. Never got trained in that. Right. But I came in to make the industry a little bit less gray, more factual, more mm -hmm. uh, data, And I think that's how I excelled. And I thought everyone was like, I went to my um, CEO at Dior at the time. And, and I remember with my application, he was like, you're an engineer for four years. What the hell are you doing with, as an, in charge of influencers? And I was like, trust me, like, I don't need to study marketing and influencing. I get it. I'm quite creative that way. I get that. But I'm coming in with a different USP that I think will make more credibility to it. So I, I really see how actually it makes perfect sense, you know, having the two. Oh, I, really, I totally really cool. believe into rather retraining talented, pe talented people than training from scratch or yes. <laughs> someone who is not very talented at specific, say, completed degree, but still don't quite grasp the yeah. idea of something. It's so true. So true. But so, so I kind of want to go now into the products because um, they deserve some airtime because they're just fantastic. They taste so good. Um, I did also your quiz. Uh, was, thank you. I, it was an, I guess, an AI version of Dr. Peter. Uh, you, you, you told me I need magnesium, multivitamins and iron for my vegan diet. So thank you for that. It's very early uh, days. Can I say something? It's very early days of the quiz. I've been testing it to see the, the reaction. From today, in fact, it's been completely yeah. redone. So it's a longer, better quiz. <laughs> <laughs> but I so loved it. I loved come it. back and do it again. I'll come and do it again. But I found it really effective, really easy. And uh, of course, it's going gonna, it's gonna to iterate with more machine learning, more consumer feedback. And that's the whole point of building a business. It's a journey, right? It, and, and the more data you get, the more feedback you get, the more you build. But uh, it was really helpful. So who, who wants to, maybe Dr. Peter, as you were doing the quiz for me online, Can you tell us about some of your products? <laughs> yeah, so we currently have 24 products, uh, 17 adults, seven children's products. And um, yeah. they, they really allow us to, to sort of focus on people from all walks of life and all ages um, of life. So we've got the, the younger demographic, the middle-aged, and then those people later in life as well. Our products are there yeah. really to, to support an active lifestyle. Um, to run yeah. you through a few of them, we've, we've done numerous world first products and then provided innovation over current, currently sort of offered products to the market. So uh, I'll touch on a couple just now. Um, we have our, our iron gummies, which I believe you tried earlier and you loved. So I love it. I love it. going through the iron, conventionally iron you would take as a, um, a, a liquid or a tablet. Traditionally, as a liquid, it would 
firstly taste quite metallic it's not not an enjoyable experience and that that puts yeah. you off wanting no. to take it and you know we must think of the reasons why would someone supplement with iron in the first place that's typically if you're yeah. quite fatigued or low blood iron count anemic potentially yeah and those are the yeah. reasons why you would take it so if it's not a good experience well then you're you're going to suffer from the the, the symptoms so our product it champions what was on the market because it's a, a great user experience it's delicious um yep. the absorption begins from the second you you start to chew it, it, it you get buccal absorption as well as yep. uh, absorption throughout the gi tract historically if you were to try and get a, a high dose of iron you'd have to sort of hold the tablet in your cheek and and, and that would burn the lining of your mouth you would get mucosal ulceration um so there was there was quite a few negatives of what was there so our product itself we we were able to get a higher absorption through adding vitamin c to the product and then putting a delicious strawberry flavor into it we masked the taste so all of the issues that were there currently we managed to overcome with our product um and we've just had such fantastic results with that another example of a, a really innovative product we have is 5htp which i have on the screen for you to see yep. 5htp is a precursor to serotonin uh, so it's a building block and serotonin is then used to produce um, melatonin which is very important for sleep cycles and, and sort of maintaining your circadian rhythm mm -hmm. that product is very important to us so we felt it was very important to bring out because we wanted a, a natural alternative to melatonin products melatonin itself you can you know quite quickly become dependent on being able to use the natural building blocks of melatonin and have that in a product for us was just a more ethical way to then support sleep. Moving on to the kids range, you know, I, I encourage anybody listening to check out the website, little plugs. Yes. Um, <laughs> we moved on to a kids range because we, we looked at the, what was currently in the market and there was, there was again, several shortcomings of what was there. You know, for example, mm. the, the, there was quite often gelatin based products. If your child is taking a, um, a food supplement um, for vitamins, typically we're quite tough and chewy to, to eat. And if your child is teething, going back to the dentistry, um, mm. you know they're not going they're not going to want to eat them, or it comes at risk of of damaging um, you know deciduous teeth in the mouth and causing premature exfoliation. So we decided then that we could provide innovation on what was there, and we've brought actually new to market products there as well. A lot of our customers, they, they stay, you know, we, we respect what our customers have to say to us and we listen to them actively. And a lot of them kept saying, guys, we absolutely love your, your adult support products. We'd love to give it to our kids. And, you know, we're not sure if we can do that because it says 18 plus on the tubs. So yeah. we, we went back, we went back to our research and development. We started working on, um, on seven children's products that were, were safe from the ages of three and above, but also made them a, a, an enjoyable feat something that parents will have no problems giving to their kids and they'll, they'll want more. In fact, yeah. we, we, we focused really hard on things like our Omega 3, 6 and 9. Now, I'm not sure if you can remember back to when you were a child, but I, I certainly do when my mum my attacked me with a spoon full of I cod know. liver oil, right? Yeah. And that's horrible. <laughs> no like, one wants to take yeah. <laughs> bad <laughs> memories. So we, yeah. we thought, how can we, how can we get Omega 3, 6 and 9 to kids, but in a way that they'll enjoy it? And mm. so we, we were like, right, okay, well, can it be cruelty-free as well? Because why should it come yeah. from fish? Where do fish exactly. get their sources of omega? Right, yeah. well, it's what they eat, right? So it goes back to the algae. We, we actually then focused on getting our omega from perilla oil, put it into yeah. a gummy, avoided all of the fish taste that comes with it, and, mm. and it made it something that's d delicious, and, and the feedback has just been so, so fantastic as a result of that. So that's, that's just a few of the products that we have. Um, and that's we're, amazing. you know, 
we're, we're just so excited with, with, with the feedback that we're getting and obviously what's to come. Well, on the feedback, I, I always check, um, if you listen to the podcast, uh, everyone knows I always go and reviews because I find that's the best gateway to consumers' true perception of the brand and experience of the brand. And I remember like, um, I was looking at it and I just brought it up now so I can read one for you, a beautiful review uh, for the kids one was, um, these are the great multivitamins for kids. The balance and variety of vitamins is just right. And the size, consistency and flavor was ideal. The best kids multivitamins I've come across to date. Like that's a review like you want to frame. That's awesome. Oh, so we love that. exactly everything you're saying, you know, it is actually being um, looked at by you know the mums and the parents and the consumers and the fathers, but also it's being delivered. So that I, lo- I love that, and it is something that um, uh, you know out of anyone who's also had uh, cupboards full of vitamins <laughs> collecting dust. You do like you know you don't really find one that can do all of them. A different and going on your website, it's amazing that you've got like even for me, you've got ashwagandha gummies. You've got all these gummies that I would normally want to get. But uh, you, you've really thought about it very holistically. It's amazing. Yeah. So did you, take, did you guys take a lot of time? Uh, maybe Akil, I'll ask you this one. Did you guys take a lot of time to um, decide what to launch and how to launch it? Um, like how many iterations did you guys have for this kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. As Peter mentioned earlier, um, a, a lot of our products undergo quite intensive and extensive research and development yeah, uh, we do not bring anything to the market that we do not think will be uh, a straight shooter or a straight heat. Uh, we try to ensure that all the products that come to the market will be bestsellers on on any category that we look at. So, for example, um, if you look at our kids' iron gummy or our kids' multi- multivitamin gummy, we have formulated that product to ensure that it is the highest quality, the highest potency, the best taste, to ensure that customers come time and time again and purchase these products in the back end Mm -hmm. as you mentioned a lot of people will not realize the amount of research and development that goes into that and the amount of reiterations that goes into the sampling process and making sure that the formulas are stable and making sure that um, it's free from any chemicals or um, metals or whatever it may be so we do a lot of uh, testing on the products themselves Um, so it is is a quite extensive process but we move at lightning speed Uh, (laughs) excuse me that's why we have launched um, over 24 products in just two and a half years. Effectively, we've been launching Same. one new product um, every single month since inception. It's amazing. That, and everything a, is mindful and needed, which I love. But yeah, yeah ahead, we, 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 were, we were recently um, approved by the Vegan Society um, as well for, for our product range. And, you know, to, to have been given the registration from them and, and, and the go ahead is, you know, it, it, it tells us that we're, we're definitely doing something right for our, for our products and for our customers. So, uh, where can people currently uh, buy it, find it? Of course, um, nervemans.com, but where else can people in retail find it today? Yeah, so you can find it in a, in a few retailers. We're um, listed in Superdrug. Um, yep. We're Amazing. just recently um, launched with Lloyd's Pharmacy. We're available on Amazon and, and a few other online retailers as well. I'm sure by the time this airs, anyway, there'll be more and more as you guys are growing so yeah, fast. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can find us on on Sephora and Debenhams as well, and Agora. Very cool. Sephora in which market? In, in the UK market. In the UK. Ah, amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's so exciting. We're finally 
here, like it's taken so long, but it's we find yeah, it, right. which is great. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, great with the partnership with Feel Unique as well. It's fantastic. So very cool. Um, so sort of the future now. What, what maybe um, whoever wants to take it away, but what do you guys see the future of, of Never Means? Um, more and more amazing gummies and products. Other areas, world domination. That's what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can well, take it, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, with, without saying too much already we're, we're sort of yeah. looking more down the sort of the, the bioengineering pathways um Fantastic, yeah. for, for just again going, going back to our um, research development our, our ability to apply that knowledge time and time again and um you know be able to help more people out there ultimately um whether it's you know trying to improve any ailments they have or just to help to support an active lifestyle um yeah. you know our, our 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 world has very much changed from what it was even 10 or 15 years ago, but people love to stay active now and it's promoted and going to the gym isn't the dirty word that it used to be. I remember no. when I was, when I was growing up and I, I would say, I'm going to go to the gym tonight and people would say, why would you want to do that? You know, why yeah. waste your time there. It's, and it's finally now people are really cottoning on to that. So been able to provide products that are able to support the whole family. That's amazing. Very, very cool. And Valerie, I have to ask as well, from, from a marketing perspective as well, I know you cover broader topics, but for me, like, what is the, like, is TikTok, social media, like, is that going to be a big way to, it, it can be a dangerous play because you really, you know, it, it can lose some of its credibility when it's not being absorbed fully in three seconds, two seconds, right? But it is one of the best gateways today to get through to people. So what are some of your plans there? Well, it is a mix. It's the combination of launching things that are new and, and needed, either making something that is there better or creating something new. Apart from mm. what the guys said about uh, products we're developing, there's a whole different separate area that I'm looking uh, after. So women's women's products. Yes, please. Yeah. And um, we can speak about diversity all day long, but it's really not, not about it. When you hire someone who can give you a different perspective on the business altogether just because of who they are it yeah. works <laughs> because uh no matter um, you know how talented professional you are you still will have slightly different perception because of who you are and yeah. for me when you leave with certain um demands illnesses, conditions, as just because you're a female, you'll understand more because you communicate more with your mother because you heard more about from your grandmother and you relate mm -hmm. to it because you're a woman. And obviously um, you can bring this, you know, expertise as well as um, any other expertise, scientific expertise together yeah. combined. And we are working on those products as well, but we're not going to be going into details on what's going to be there. Soon. <laughs> exactly. Stay tuned. Uh, stay okay. tuned. And also I love the work you do with the blog as well, because there's a lot of important information of education without always product. There's still a lot of just knowledge that needs to be shared first, you know, uh, and you've got you really amazing went articles. For it. Oh, I, 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 I've done my research. <laughs> That's really, really really nice nice actually yeah and no, i really did I, I, and i really thought like it was a really even i was when i was reading through some of the articles it really taught me a lot of that things i you know you felt you knew but you didn't really know deeper into that right uh, and it's very important that people know why they're taking things and why they need to take things as well as a holistic being as well so very very uh, yeah um, i think exciting. i think this is yeah. probably one of our uh, main approaches uh, as we say we like 
to, to keep people informed because we think mm-hmm. that knowledge is an actual power. You can't just go, um, you can buy something because they had JLo advertising it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but in the end of the day, we want you to understand what are you taking. And exactly. we will never be, we will never say something like, let take our vitamins is going to sort, sort all your worries. Uh, we won't be honest and uh, as much informative as possible for our customers yeah. and explain them how things work. And sustainable. You want to stay with them. And the only way to stay with them is to empower them and educate. Otherwise, you know, how would they know if it's working or not and how, how to consume it and how to be patient with it as well? Because things take, you know this as well, Valerie, from Ayurveda, things take time. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, it can be improved overnight, but the long-term practice of everything is so important. Um, so yeah, very, very important there. Um, I would love, before we go into fire round questions, I have a very mean question I'm going to ask you all. It's a desert island situation, so you can imagine what I'm going to say. And it's probably very unfair here because, you know, generally speaking, it's, you know, if your body needs multi- multiple things, you shouldn't deprive them. But I will say, um, I'll start with you, Dr. Peter, which is your go-to product that you've created for you if you were going to only bring one on a desert island? The Omega 369. It it just tastes so good. I, I love that's that product. So, uh, <laughs> that's crazy because I remember, yeah, just growing up as well. Like it's that kind of Haribo thing for me. It was like I'm vegetarian, vegan. My, I'm vegetarian my whole life and then vegan recently. But like it's also like, oh, like I didn't realize for so long Haribos are gelatin. And then sometimes I would get like Omega oils right. and it would be like that really. And also it would be like fish mm-hmm. oil or whatever. And it also tastes like um, yeah. so that's so exciting to hear that. Yeah, it's very well, cool. I could recommend you take the vitamin B12 gummy that we've yeah. did specifically for vegans amazing and it's a th- yeah that's a thousand micrograms and b12 is what i'm lacking i've done so many tests and, and it's it's, right. it's so common as well because it's um it's not found in a lot of uh, vegetarian diets etc so well we have I, your I address just, yeah. no exactly <laughs> we'll, no, no. we're gonna get you some <laughs> oh thank you so much i, I no, really appreciate that um so so dr peter you said that okay akil what's yours I would probably take the 5-HTP nighttime gummies. A lot of uh, research and development and uh, sleepless nights I've went to develop in that product. So I'd probably take it to help me sleep in that desert island. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to create then more products. <laughs> no yeah. stop. No stopping for, for that word domination we like to see. Um, and then how about you, Valerie? Look, it's very easy for me. I don't think guys realize these issues. And the desert island, I can get fruits and everything I need in terms of nutrition. But one thing I won't be able to get is the right amount of lactobacillus and bacteria to make sure I'm healthy and then don't, don't face any issues. Because you don't want to be on a desert island without a help of doctor and, you know, no. without ability to buy any, any um, prescription drugs if something happens. So it's just that for me. Plus, you know, with the right enough of good bacteria... I'll also make sure I'm in a good mood because I'm alone there, right? Yeah, <laughs> so it's going to exactly. promote promote right neurotransmitters through my gut, which is, I think, the best thing I can do. So definitely women by balance, I'm taking with I me. I love it. Amazing. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, well, actually, this is, a, this is going to be a founder retreat. So you'll all be there together. So you can all share your gummies. You have three powerhouse <laughs> gummies right there. So it's pretty good. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so now fire round questions. First thing that comes to your mind. So I'm going to start. It's going to go... Dr. Peter, Akil, and Valerie. Okay. So first up, Dr. Peter, Dr. Peter, what's another beauty brand that you're currently loving? Another beauty brand I'm loving. Fable and Main, of course. 
I mean, obviously, but let's, let's just, that's an obvious answer. Let's have, <laughs> but yeah, no fable, no never means. What's, what's like a, something you're currently using, loving? It could be a fragrance, skincare, wellness. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm really enjoying the, the Kiehl's um, uh, yeah. skin, skin serum that they have. It's, it's just really Amazing. light on the skin um, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't feel heavy come the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I think those guys nice. have done a, a really, really good job of that. Kiehl's is awesome. Very good answer. Yeah. And Akil? can't really think of anything at the moment. Can we go to Valerie and then come back to you? Yeah, Valerie, we'll come back to you, Valerie. <laughs> right. Let me show you how it's done, Akil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Where to be? I, I'm not going to be tiring you because I have loads of different um, favorite brands. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I'm currently using uh, Fable in May. Uh, and oh, um, I know you sent three, which I figured yeah. out later it was supposed to be for three of us, right? But I made an executive decision and took all of them. So I love it. <laughs> no one is getting anything. I'm putting it all in my hair. Um, now, in terms of the perfume, I'm currently very much into this, you know, special edition of Margiela. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, with this little white sticker on top. It's so and my beautiful. Favorite, yeah. They just they just look like like you will all of them. Uh, and yeah. uh, my probably favorite from the range is the matcha one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a beautiful yeah, perfume. Baccarat has always been there because it's just another one that is just timeless. And in terms yeah. of skincare, my recent one that I really love is the Barber Storm Enzymatic Pill. Just nice. really, really lovely. It's very gentle and nice. So I feel yeah. I can land you some. <laughs> if you want Thank something. you very much. <laughs> I guess one, one cosmetic brand that have been targeted quite heavily by them online, so they've got a very good social media expert, and I tried their products recently, is uh, Lumen Skincare. Um, yeah. Really love their branding, really love what they've done on their website, really love the way they've gone about growing the brand. So, yeah, uh, really impressed with them. Lumen. Nice. Uh, you know what? I'm going to change it up. I'll, 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 I feel Dr. Peter will be unfair to you to always get the first one. So now I'm going to go Thank to Valerie. You. What's, a, <laughs> what's a guilty pleasure of yours? It's, a, it's an interesting question because I wouldn't say that I have a guilty pleasure as I used to because as you know, the more you learn about um, nutrition and lifestyle and how everything is integrated you become very mindful and yep. clearly mindfulness <laughs> helps as well. Become very mindful. And um, I don't really do anything that is off balance. But if we speak about before, I definitely used to have this sweet, <laughs> sweet tooth situation. Yeah. And I had one particular dessert that I would come and eat um, alone. I didn't need anyone um it's the no meringue sharing. cake it was yeah. meringue cake no sharing i was like i'm going alone i'm sitting there i don't want anyone around you knew what you're doing you knew what you're doing i love that yeah <laughs> so just but yeah you, you, you need to have those moments i think it's so important but i love that and uh akil what's your guilty pleasure yeah this one probably drives a lot of my friends quite insane definitely peter for sure um i really enjoy listening to uh, old school r&b and ah, when, you're, when you're driving in the car and you want to listen to up-tempo music the way Pierre wants it, I'm like, no, no, let's just do some old-school R&B. Uh, let's do some old Chris Browns, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, um, so I really, really enjoy that. And um, if it comes from a, from a food perspective, I really enjoy baklava, which is a yeah. very, very nice treat. Um, so big good. Yummy. Yeah. 
Nice, nice. Um, this morning I was listening to Forever by Chris Brown. What a throwback. It's such a What a really throwback good song. indeed. What, what a throwback. throwback so the fact you said that, I was like, okay, we'll have a similar t- playlist taste. Um, and then uh, how about you, Dr. Peter? <laughs> One of these days I, I will get a keel to crack and I'll get them into house music. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in the next decade. Um, so two things came to mind um, when you said about guilty pleasures. And, and, and the first one was mm. food course and uh, my, right now it is um, some seared tuna sushi found this place in um, in Mayfair that does it and it's just so good every time every Ooh. time we look what's forward the to place it. called? Kuza Kuza oh okay I live in Mayfair I don't even know where Kuza is where is it? Ah, is okay so it's, it it's quite close to Charlotte Street so it's maybe a little bit more into like the Marleybone area ah. Maybe up towards Fitzrovia. Okay, Fitzrovia, yeah. I, I know exactly where it is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't been, but I've seen it. Oh, oh that's so really good. Cool. So good. And then and the, then the second food, part, another one. Second part would be um, so I'm really into into cars and motorbikes. So I got my mm-hmm. my motorbike license about four or five years ago, and I've been through a whole host of different motorbikes. I've had the 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 sports bike, the Suzuki GSXR. I've had the Cafe Racer Royal Enfield. Um, and then last year I went to my Indian Scout Bobber, which is in um, the yeah. oldest the oldest brand of American motorbike. And they sort of reinvented themselves and they've come across with this really cool sort of, it almost looks like a Harley Davidson, but it's like matte black. And so my guilty pleasure would be on a Saturday to, to get out for a, a little journey on that around London and just oh, sort I of love take in some of the sights. Oh, I love that. That's what, what a great guilty pleasure. It's amazing. Um, okay, Akil, what are you currently watching or reading? Um, I'm currently watching a very interesting documentary on Netflix called The Playlist, I believe. And it's about the founders of Spotify. Super interesting, super informative. And it goes through the struggles of a founder and um, the pain of growing a brand from nothing to something. Uh, what I'm reading, I'm currently reading Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman, which is a great book. And I would recommend anybody that's involved in business, economics, science, or any discipline to read. Great answer, Akhil. <laughs> Amazing, Akhil. Thanks for that. And uh, <laughs> Dr. Peter, how about you? <laughs> um, so I, I, I quite enjoyed uh, a recent series, or yeah, series called The Watcher on netflix i'm not sure if you've seen it oh it was so So, good no tell me the truth because people have been telling me don't watch it the endings but uh but then there's some amazing scenes like the dummy weight all that kind of stuff Uh, like dumbwaiter yeah you know what What they kind of left they left a lot of stories within it that they didn't really answer you know for example because it's true right they just didn't know yeah what the actual reality is they don't know i think yeah yeah. so actually i went back and listened i read the real story the original post that Mm. came out in a new york newspaper about it and and that's what subsequently led to the house being devalued and they were Mm. struggling to sell it but without giving away too many spoilers there was a a few different stories in it like one person got two people in it got murdered and Mm. they never really tied off the end of that story so there's a lot of unanswered questions and i kind of thought to myself is this an opening potentially for a part two? Um, yeah. So that, I definitely recommend you watch that. And then um, just now I'm, I'm reading, although I did cheat slightly, um, there's a book called The Three-Body Problem. Have you come okay. across it? Don't know. Um, no. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but uh, the author is um, Shikson Liu. 
and um okay it, it's it's kind of it's, it's very futuristic um it talks about space mm. and, and the universe and what could happen to the human race if we did get out there and um although it although it is completely fabricated it's it's built around the principles of what we currently understand with regards to astrology and physics and uh, time travel so it's a oh, wow. it's a very it's a very fascinating book i cheated because there's a someone on youtube uh <laughs> went through the full series of books I like and uh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I kind of <laughs> find myself one evening going through all of them. Rightly so, rightly so. I'm still reading it, and uh, it's it's really it's just fascinating. Let you let you escape for a little bit. Amazing, amazing. And um, Valerie, uh, how about yourself? I don't know if you can hear me. <laughs> so for me, um, I'm a very obsessive reader. So. Uh, I finished one book, I started another, and uh, recently, because of my two years of master's, I was so overwhelmed by the, you know, consistently going through papers. And I said to myself, no more papers, I'm just going to read all the fiction I can. And I read so many good books, and I won't be listing everything, but from favorites, probably it would be Clara and the Sun, uh, lovely book, and obviously Hani Yanagihara is one of my most favorite writers. And Her to Paradise, which was released this year. And the most recent one was uh, Tomorrow, Tomorrow and Tomorrow by the author Gabriel Zevin. Uh, it was absolutely wonderful. It talks about um, kids who grow up, they like playing video games and they, in the 90s and they grew up into adults who are building those games. And this is absolutely fascinating story. And again, I'm not going to be spoiling this for those who haven't read it. I think it's one of the most genius books written and this century and um one that i'm reading now it's actually first book that is non-fiction it's um, i'd call it popular science it's called uh, making evil from written by julia shaw so she's um she's a psych a psychologist clinical psychologist and she mostly concentrated on forensic psychology and it's a very interesting and i think important book because it talks about evil and what do you expect from someone who talks about evil is to start explaining to you um, what evil is and whether people who commit crimes and evil, how different they are from normal people. And what this actually book does and how it educates the reader is it actually talks about perception of evil and how this, how this is, um, concept is built and that evil is in each of us and everything about evil is literally built by society um, and I think it's a very important uh, lesson in humility and compassion and um, the fact that it's coming from a scientist is a very important thing because when we talk about humility and compassion it often comes from gurus and you know someone who is a bit more esoterical but this specific book, I think it um, gives a scientific explanation about how wrong we are about consistently thinking that there are others and us and someone who is normal and someone who is not and committing could commit crime. Mm. So that's probably it for me. Nice. Uh, amazing. So next question, Dr. Peter, uh, do you have a favorite social media platform right now? Oh, this is really boring. Um, the Financial Times. <laughs> it's a I news platform. A news platform, yeah. but um, they have some really, really interesting articles. And the the you know you go onto it, you read maybe the first few paragraphs, and then you scroll straight to the comment section. Comments. 
Oh and my God, it's, it's so just interesting. Wonderful. There's, you know, it's very witty, and there's, there's, you know, some very well-educated people there passing yeah. their comments on on the said article. And uh, and for me, you know, you can get lost in it for at least an, an, one hour at a time. Yeah, I love FTM, a daily reader. So I love that you said that one. Um, how about you, Akil? What's your favorite social media platform right now? I would probably have to say TikTok at the moment. It's just absolutely phenomenal what they've done with that algorithm and how engaging it is and how it provides you with exactly what you're looking for is absolutely fantastic. And we're looking to grow our TikTok presence for the business. And um, yeah, I would say TikTok. Good answer. Nice. Nice to I like that. Yeah. And Valerie, yourself? So there were two questions. The first question was about the platform. Uh, if we talk about platform, I probably mentioned the one that I use most often, not platform, it's an app. It's meditation timer. The most the most useful thing I use daily. Amazing, cool. Then my next question is, um, Dr. Peter, do you have a favorite quote? I have a, a quote which I've, I've kind of held closely since uh, I was back at university, and it's by by Viktor Frankl, which was, uh, "What is to give light must endure burning," and mm-hmm. I think that's quite a quite a personal quote. You can you can read it in so many different ways, and it's it's something you know when you kind of find yourself maybe licking your wounds you know yeah. why did i raise my head above the parapet etc it's because we want to move forward and develop and, and better ourselves and those around us and um oh. that quote keeps me warm at night thanks for sharing that i love that and uh valerie yourself favorite quote something that resonates with me especially recently um because of all this crazy story with cancel culture is the quote from Friedrich Nietzsche, which says, he who fights with the monsters should look to it that he himself doesn't become a monster. So I think this is something that resonates with what's going on right now. Thanks for that. Uh, But maybe Akil, how about yourself? Yeah, my favorite quote is actually a quote that my father used to quote to me uh, since a young age. He always used to tell me, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. And I never really understood it. Uh, in my teenage years, was, but as I go into my 20s, uh, late 20s and early 30s, it's that quote has started to resonate with me more and more heavily. Um, and I guess uh, it's a similar quote to your network is your net worth. Yeah, that would be my favorite quote. Amazing. And my last question, guys, is, uh, so Dr. Peter first, if you weren't um, in the beauty, science, space uh, what would you be doing right now? Like, what's another life you would be having? <laughs> um, I've often joked about this. I'd probably be a drug dealer, or I'd you know, <laughs> no, I, I no, I think I'd, 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 I really, I really enjoyed the building building houses. Um, I, I spent, as I mentioned earlier, quite a, quite a lot of time um, sort of in the building industry, um, yep. and I just, I just love to be able to sort of, you know see something come to life and um, so i probably would be heavily involved in that amazing and valerie um i don't think it's completely different from what i do but there is one side of science that i'd like to dive deeper and if i have this opportunity during this lifetime i'd really love to do it i'd love to go into do- doctorate and study clinical psychology and work in this in this area because i i think it's fascinating fascinating part of science and area where you can help people again learning a different language to do it oh, amazing thank you thank you and, and, and akil um if i was to choose a, a different career 
um, I would probably follow my father's footsteps, who's a phenomenal artist. And I would love to take up art again. I used to draw and paint when I was younger. So I would love to follow his footsteps and um, become an artist. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, and th- yeah, so, so touching. And, and um, did you have like a favorite type of art that you personally like to do, like gouache, uh, oil, watercolor? Yeah, my, well, my dad, he, he paints quite an array of uh, on mediums and different types of art. But his recent art, which is more abstract art, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I could talk about him all day. Um, but yeah, that's probably his more recent abstract art is what I prefer. Yeah, oh, amazing. Well, guys, it's been such a pleasure. We could speak all day, uh, but um, I know you have businesses to run and, and, and things to do. And especially it's a, it's a Friday here and, uh, and uh, I don't want to keep you up too late now. But um, where can everyone, and maybe Dr. Peter, you can answer this one. Where can everyone find uh, Novamin's website and uh, all the links so I can then put it in the summary just below of course thank you and, and thank you for the, the shout out for the brand um it's uh, on our website www.novomins.com um, you can find us on the same handle on linkedin twitter facebook and on instagram um we're, we're quite active on instagram and and uh hopefully quite soon on tiktok as well so um you can find us there and, and you know don't be scared to, to drop us a message to say hello um, and if you have any questions about the brand, we'd, we'd of course love to support you and, and, and provide any answers you're looking for. Oh, well, thank you so much. And, and everyone, please do try because they're not only efficacious, but they taste so good. So, yeah, you won't be disappointed. And the reviews speak for themselves. So, you know, if you don't believe me, check out the reviews. Uh, but thank you so much, guys. And uh, we'll, we'll see each other very, very soon, hopefully in person, because we're all neighbors now in, in, in London. Yeah, yeah. Look to it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank Akash. you so much. hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too founded beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music podcast the acast app and many more and i'm also very proud to be part of the acast creator network so be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop we really appreciate every single follow listen share and review it truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable of Maine goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops.